Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even though an integral part of video games is fostering challenge and forcing you to learn the ropes before continuing, a first boss encounter is usually a bit of a cakewalk, an attempt to heighten your immersion and keep playing. Sometimes, though, it can be a brutal reminder that you're Jon Snow and you truly know nothing. How's that for a reference straight out of 2015? The following bosses in particular existed to be up to 50-foot-high roadblocks on the highway of progression. Towering titans laughing at your feeble attempts to make a dint, reinforcing a level of challenge the developers knew would separate the gamers from the so-called filthy casuals. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game first boss battles that totally broke you. Number 10, Death Metal, No More Heroes. On a quest to hunt down the world's 10 most dangerous assassins, which in itself sounds like a WhatCulture.com list in the making, Travis Touchdown's first major test is a killer who's more concerned with chilling out by the pool than he is with murdering fools. You shouldn't take Death Metal for an easy fight though, not least because he has the same name as a band that I was in when I was 13 as once he slips out his massive sword, surprisingly not a euphemism, he more than poses a challenge. It doesn't help that he spawns clones of himself as well, all of who can quickly surround and chop you to pieces. He's not the hardest boss in the game, but he certainly raises the bar early on. Number 9. Cleric Beast Bloodborne The entire opening stretch of Bloodborne is intended to shape you as a gamer and as a fan of creator Hidetaki Miyazaki's work. In comparison to every other big-budget title on the market, Bloodborne threatens to damn itself to the aisles of the pre-owned crowd because even if you beat all the enemies in the opening level, you've then got to deal with the towering cleric beast, all on the same checkpoint. For Dark Souls veterans, the guy wasn't that much of a threat, simply duck, dodge and weave through his legs. But for everyone else, cleric beast's sheer stature and sweeping moveset is a troublesome enough task. Even worse, once you do achieve victory, you realize that the whole thing was optional, and you're treated to a dead end and forced to backtrack through the town. Great. Thanks, guys. Number 8. Murai, Ninja Gaiden. Heralder of trade-ins, crusher of ambitions, and all-around nunchuck-wielding annoyance, Mirai is the guy who comes in and swiftly reminds you that all the rumors you'd heard about Ninja Gaiden's difficulty really were true after all. At this stage, you'd only been playing for a good half hour or so, slaying enemy goons with shurikens and bounding off the walls like the ninja badass you always knew you were. Then this guy steps up to the bat and before you can say, but I was good at dead or alive, he's depleted your health, locked you in a grapple or slam dunked you into the goddamn earth, or perhaps all three. Mirai is a cruel master indeed, but a necessary one to prepare you for the battles to come. Number 7. Your first randomly generated boss, Crypt of the Necrodancer. 
A truly unique little indie game, Crypt of the Necrodancer takes Hotline Miami-style synthwave tunes and asks you to tackle dungeons in time with the beat. You'll attack and dodge as the pounding music backs you up, even turning the dungeon into a dance floor if you get a combo going. But just when you're getting the hang of things, you'll die. Even if you initially don't, the first boss, which is always randomized, will have your lunch. If you've even got enough health or items left behind when making it to the boss floor, chances are you'll be greeted with the You're Dead screen immediately, as each boss battle takes valuable time to figure out. Its exterior and fantastic music may paint a picture of a carefree rhythm-based roguelike, but Necrodancer will have your expectations for breakfast before forcing you to lap them back up and try it again. Number 6. Idex Gundia. Idex Gundia? Idex Gundir? Oh, f it, the big knight who turns into a snake monster, Dark Souls 3. Rather like Bloodborne's cleric beast, once you've gotten used to the brutal difficulty spikes of souls, you'll be good for the duration of Mr. Gundia's fight. However, just because Dark Souls 3 was set to be the most popular yet, it didn't mean From Software would make it any easier. Instead, Gunder starts out as more of a lumbering knight, one with a swing that'll catch you from all sides. But once you get his health down and really start making a din, he transforms into a huge, oily beast thing, with an even greater reach and far more devastating attacks. The thing to remember when tackling any formidable souls boss is that stature isn't everything. Gundoya might look like a nightmarish apparition from your childhood come to life, but once you've figured out his attack patterns, he fell all the same. Providing, anyway, that the camera hasn't already indirectly gotten you killed, goddammit. Number 5. Brock. Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. A controversial choice may be, but something nobody ever wants to admit about Pokemon is that picking Charmander or Pikachu only set you up for an early game of pure grinding. Being that Brock's final monster is an onyx, fire and electric attacks did about as much damage as steel to a white walker, meaning every return blow he struck completely flattened your poor little starter team. The way to go, as was quickly passed around playgrounds from that day forth, was to nab Squirtle or at least Bulbasaur, as that way you could at least deal some significant damage. Something of an oversight, making the first hurdle a boss that has such an advantage against one of the three starter Pokemon was just plain annoying, and unless you had the sheer perseverance to grind him out, old Brocky got the better of way too many of us. Number 4. First boss, Mega Man Zero. Mega Man bosses usually have awesome names like Iceman or Bomb Man. Alright, I'm probably being a bit lenient with the word awesome there, but either way, you probably resorted to calling this clattering abomination a number of expletives instead. Coming only a few minutes into the game, your companion is suddenly held hostage by a massive mech, and it's up to you to blow its synthetic brains out. You'll do so while dodging screen-filling laser sweeps, collapsing stonework that saps your health in two, and the occasional charge attack, just in case you thought about breathing for even a second. Mega Man always had a reputation for being harder than jewels after slipping in his one per list, and for this reboot of sorts in the Game Boy Advance, it seemed the creators took that to heart. Number 3. Grilgan Lost Odyssey One of the most underrated games of all time, hands down, Lost Odyssey remains a phenomenal multi-disc 360 exclusive epic, that's a lot of adjectives, that any fan of the genre should check out. That said, those that did encountered the roadblock that was Grilgan, a whopping great griffin with a love for devastating attacks and poison damage. Yep, you know poison damage alright, the bane of every RPG fan's life and the thing that'll slowly finish you off if that initial melee smash didn't. The health loss came thick and 
fast, contributing to a monster that certainly looked the part and was definitely quite the mountaintop spectacle, but didn't trim its claws when it came to reminding you who's boss. Number 2. Phantom Devil May Cry Rarely thought of as a truly difficult game alongside the likes of Super Meat Boy or even Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry's medium to high settings were real patience testers. Case in point, the hulking lava-spewing brute, Phantom. Dropping out the sky and challenging you to a duel, Dante starts talking smack to the creature before it's over to you to deliver some actual justice. And that was when things went f*** up. Featuring a bevy of attacks that cut right through your own if you got too close, hanging back and firing off a few rounds from your twin pistols was quickly scuppered by a screen-filling cannon blast, and that's without mentioning that your rounds did minimal damage anyway, as the Phantom was encased in armor. The sort of boss you'd walk straight through on lower difficulties, crank this one back up and give it another shot. It'll be a whole other story, I promise you. Number 1. Vanguard Demon Souls Although the Asylum Demon was vying for this top spot, it was just sniffed out by the Vanguard. Demon Souls' first taste of just how bloody punishing From Software's game was going to be. You're not supposed to kill the golem on your first run through, and once you traverse those terrifying fog gates, it will only take one or two hits to take you down. Even if you do get a few hits off, it'll only take away a minuscule amount of health and will almost result in the embarrassing consequence of being crushed under this giant guy's ass. Oh, but what happens if you do beat the guy, I hear some of you ask? Well, you walk up some stairs, bask in your victory, and then immediately come face to face with a goddamn dragon god who punches your f***ing soul straight through your body. All right, all right, all right, FromSoft, we get the idea. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.